So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Welcome to 12-Hour Broker Podcast. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you for listening. Uh, Ryan Wiley here. Uh, what I wanted to chat about today was, you know, when there's another aha moment I had in my business. Um, this happened, geez, probably eight years ago. Maybe eight, maybe seven. Seven, eight years ago. Um, so I was a broker, struggling away. You know, doing my two, three years in the business, doing 10, 12 million a year. Um, typical thing, I get a deal in. I still didn't know what I was doing that much, let's be honest. Uh, get the deal in. Oh, sure, these clients want to work with you. That's great. You're, you know, you're pushing, kicking the soccer ball down the field. You're working with them. All of a sudden, you come two weeks out and they're like, yeah, we're going with RBC. And you're like, what? RBC, like we, we've never talked about RBC. Yeah, no, they're the bank we bank with. And uh, we're gonna go with them. We, we just like, they're, they're gonna give us a better interest rate or same interest rate or whatever. It's like, wow, that like caught me off guard. And so this would happen a bunch of times. I sit there and be like, okay, I'm doing something wrong here. Um, and then I, ha- I was doing some coaching back in the day Jeez, it was Greg Williamson, um, who, very, very smart man. Um, I know he's still, in, he's back in the mortgage game now. Uh, I forget the name, it was 180 degree coaching, something like that. But we were doing some one-on-one coaching, and it was about, you know, your front end, your sales call. Um, there's a bunch of things he was working with me on, but a lot of it was that, that initial sales call you're doing. And he was like, so, Part of that is, do you ask, like in that first interaction you're having with them, you're building rapport with them, you gotta figure out where they're at, who they've talked to. It's like, like gotta, are you asking the question, like, who else have you talked to? What then? And I was like, no, as dumb as that sounds. It's like, no, I just assumed because we were talking on the phone and they referred to me that I was their guy. I was making that assumption. And it would burn me down the road. And he's like, okay, so we need to switch that. And another thing we talked about there was, and this is right along the same lines, is it's like how many how many leads are you getting in a month? So let's say that number's X. He's like, okay, how many of those leads do you close? And let's say it was, let's just use easy number. Let's say I was getting 10 leads a month and I was closing four of those a month, okay? So I have 40%. He's like, okay, well, let's not focus on going and getting 20 leads and closing eight, same percentage. Let's focus on increasing your closing percentage from four to eight. Then you don't need to go get 10 more leads. We'll talk about that later, but let's work on that. I was like, okay, that's great. I like that. And this was part of it was that initial phone call. I just assumed you were working with me. So call me naive or whatnot, but uh, I did. And so I started working into that call like, hey, 
is we do a, an upfront introduction call to understand if, the, if there's going to be a fit for each other and to build that rapport. And um, that's just how we run our business, and it, it works very, very well. Um, and part of it is, hey, who have you talked to? Like, who do you bank with? You bank with TD. Great. Have you sat down with TD yet? We did six months ago. Okay. Or yeah, we did. Okay. And how'd that go? Like, what were you? What came out of that? Oh, we're pre-approved for four hundred thousand. Five year fixed. Okay. Just curious, what what strategy did they implement? Like, why did they choose a five year fixed, not a five year variable, not a three year? Don't know. Just that's what they previewed us for. Okay, that's great. Want to know? Um, and that's me just kind of like pushing a little doubt in their head, like, oh yeah, why we didn't really talk about that. Um, but at least I know now. TD's in the mix, and we deal with TD from the broker side. So I'm like, that's great. That's perfect. We also deal with TD, but we'll we'll get to that later. Um, have you talked to a mortgage broker? No, haven't talked to a mortgage broker. TD, six months ago, we're pretty pro. Okay, now I know the lay of the landscape. I know what's going on. I know who we're up against. I know if their aunt works for Scotia or HSBC, and they're inevitably going to be in play. We make note of it. We can reference it. We're not caught off guard. We ask them for a commitment at some point. Not on that first call, obviously, but at some point on the journey, and I'll explain that on another podcast. Um, but we reference, hey, we know you're working with them or you have. Do you like what we've done so far? Is that better than your experience over there? 99% of the time, it's yes. Um, okay, great. We'd love to have a commitment from you. Uh, like just your word. We don't need you signing or give us any money. Um, as we talked about originally, at some point we're going to ask for that. Are you comfortable making the commitment? Yes. Okay. And a lot of times we don't even have to have the conversation. We just know. Um, but a lot of times we do have the conversation. Um, but the whole point of this being, do you know, while you're working a file, what your client's doing elsewhere? Uh, you cannot make any assumptions. So just ask. You've earned the right. You've given up your time in the day. Like I'd, I'd rather see you know the train wreck coming so I can just choose to get off that train um, or just like address it very early so we're not spending a lot of resources on the file um, so that was a big one so thank you Greg that was a big aha moment simple as that sounds once we added that into that front-end sales call uh, it did wonders like it, and it also gave me the confidence before I think before I maybe I knew I should have asked that um, maybe I didn't want to know the answer. I was, I didn't have a lot going on business-wise, so I think I was just happy working. I can't really remember, but I think I, I might have just been happy working on a, a deal, even if I wasn't going to get it or there was like a 30% chance. I was like, oh, that's good. Better than what else I got going on. Um, so that might have been my mentality. Um, yeah, don't make that your mentality. <laughs> don't make that mistake. Ask what's going on, who they've dealt with, make note of it so you can reference it. Um, you know, how many times? We've all been burned this way. And if you would have asked those questions up front, do you think that would have made a difference? I'm sure you could have attacked it. You could have pulled out and said, no, like, sounds like you're in good hands. You've got a great relationship. I can't add much value there. Um, I've tried to add value, but it seems like, like I'm getting the sense that you, you're tied in there. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because uh, I'd love to have your business. Uh, stuff like that, 
Um, so, anyways, that was a an aha moment, a small tweak. Uh, once again, thank you, Greg, for helping out with that. Um, I hope that helps someone. I really do. Uh, so ask. Okay, you deserve. You deserve that. You, you have the right to ask. Um, so have the confidence to do so. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, and uh, peace out.